Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare. Here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor, Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And on today's episode, we have no guests joining us. It's just us two. And we are going to talk a lot about partnerships and advisors and how they can impact your business. Yeah, I feel like uh, we've, there might be a blog about this that we, that Uptime Health wrote, but I felt like we needed to kind of talk about it from our view as well. Um, so, you know, I, I handle all of our partnerships for Uptime Health, and it's something that um, I started probably a year and a half ago now um, when we, we just realized, you know, we really needed to dive into the industry experts and the companies that we can work with. And, but one of the things that I did not understand starting off is what is the difference between a partner and advisor? So... I thought that we could take the time today to kind of talk through that, um, also highlight, you know, ways that you can market your, your partnerships, the new ones and advisors and, you know, how they can improve your business um, and why they're so important. So we're just going to start there, um, which is, you know, what's the what's the difference? And, you know, this is my perspective. This does not by any means mean like this is the end all be all. <laughs> so this is just, you know, from my perspective and the way we use the term partner and advisor, um, this is how we've defined them. So um, partners to us are companies um, and in the industry and even individuals in the industry that um, we're working with, that we're trying to target an audience in. And they are experts or they are, you know, they have a meaningful service or product that, can um, be provided to our current clients and can help, um, you know, be a resource for them. So um, we look into our partnerships uh, pretty heavily. It's not like a decision that's made lightly. Um, we make sure that we completely vet our partnerships. And um, and I've been very lucky, actually, to be approached by a lot of people that want to partner with, with our company. So um, and that happens more often than you realize, you know, networking is the the key to it all. Um, so that's one thing I just want to say, like, I did not know where to start. And where I ended up starting was going to conferences and putting myself out there, introducing myself to everyone, um, almost annoyingly so, um, <laughs> which has got in front of anybody that would talk to me. <laughs> um, so, you know, that's really important. And then that goes for advisors too, you know, advisors, to us, um, they are those true industry experts that are willing to take the time out of their day um, to help you improve your business. Um, they're people that you look up to and ask for advice. It's in the word. Um, you know, they're there to advise you and help you grow your business. Um, and it's it's something that you want to make sure that they're passionate about as well. Um, but advisors are also some uh, an individual that you want to make sure you're vetting too. It's not something that you want to just say, everyone be an advisor for us. There's a lot of meaning that comes behind being a partner and an advisor um, because they are the people that represent you when you're not there. So when you're there at a conference or they're attending anything really, 
they're the ones that people are looking to and saying, oh, you work with Uptime Health as a partner or an advisor, um, and they need to be able to represent your company. So that's something to keep in mind too. Yeah. And it's not really about, you know, quantity either. So like, I always try to tell people like, you know, it's really the quality of the partner or the advisor, you know, you don't have to have a full list of, of partners or advisors to make you successful. It's having the two or three that, that impact your business and keeping the quality there is I think more important than anything else. Yeah. And then when you meet those partners um, and you build that relationship um, or advisors, it's always really important to identify their strengths. Um, I feel like you need to right from the start, understand what they're doing better or what they are doing at a, at a higher level than you are. And you want to be able to utilize them as a resource um, and make sure that they're there to truly um, help you grow. Um, and one of those things that we like to do with our partners once they've been established and um, you know we're starting to work towards some goals and some things that we're trying to do together, um, we like to market them. Another thing to think about is how to know a partner is going to be a good fit for your company. Um, that is very hard to figure out right from the start. Um, you know, when you meet, it's kind of like when you interview people, they're going to put their best foot forward. Um, so you're going to meet them most of the time and it's going to be a really great experience. It's going to make sense. Um, you're going to love that person and really just feel like this is such a good match. Um, and then a year later, it might not be a month later. It might not be, you have no idea of knowing if it's going to be a successful partnership, but I think that it's a known risk and I don't even know if it's a risk. It's kind of just something that you both are acknowledging that you're depending on each other to improve your businesses, um, to network, to grow, um, yourselves in the industry. Um, even personally, I mean, advisors and partners help you grow your personal network too. So you're, you know, it's just something that you just are taking that chance and saying, let's do this. Let's see what happens. And as long as you have that understanding that it might not work out from the start, um, that's what's really going to make the difference. So, yeah. And I think also like, you know, coordinating with them also, I think is really important. So keeping like open line of communication can really help both sides feel like this is a partnership on both ends, right? Because I know like, you know, the main concern of most people is that are they going to give me what I give them? And if you look at a partnership like that, then it's never going to work because it's not monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> it's not right. like tit for tat, you know, right. this is more on the lines of, are you interested in my business? You see the success of my business going in this direction. And if you do get on board, right, join us. And I want, you know, people to know that the partnership aspect is not something that you have to go in at, you know, with all of these contingencies and you need to have this amount of revenue coming back in, especially if you have like a KOL system, like you don't necessarily need that rigorous partnership um, to work out and to benefit you. You know, you can gain knowledge even from another company um, that can help you succeed. And it's not just, you know, I'm going to send you a client, you're going to send me one too. So. And another Another thing to point out is I learned this the hard way. I hit the ground running. I was like, let's get as many partners as we can. 
um, that I highly advise against. Um, you know, you look at some of these really, really big companies that have been around for years and they've got huge partnerships and huge partner programs built up. And yeah, there's a reason for that. They've been around a long time. They've been doing this a long time. You don't need to um, compare yourself to that type of program. And that was one of the things I realized um, a little bit later on. And so advice to give is, you know, you take one partner at a time and really establish that relationship, see how you guys can improve um, your businesses together, but don't go crazy, at, you know, trying to find, you know, 15 partners in the first quarter of the year. It's just not, it's not feasible. It's, it doesn't make sense for your business. It actually um, takes away from the time that you could have spent with one partner and what that relationship could have brought forward. So um, exactly. that's one of the big things I took away from the program we built. Yeah. And I think also from a marketing standpoint, right, there's a lot that you can do to really put yourself out there. We talked about conferences. Um, that's always a great way, right? Because you're in front of the person. You can actually talk about other things, not just business, right? How you connect in other ways of life, I think is really important too. Um, you know, learning their work ethic and everything like that also kind of comes into play when you're meeting them in person. But then there's other things from a digital standpoint that you can do for outreach, right? So advertising is always really great, you know, and we'll have a really in-depth episode coming up about, you know, advertising and how that can really help you. But um, there's ways that you can sort of reach, you know, a broader network and say, hey, I'm open to partnerships. And you don't really have to be any more, you know, upfront than that. You know, you can even say that, like, I am a new business and be, you know, transparent. And like, I'm really trying to learn about the space and you're heavily involved in this space. So can you help teach me? And I'm happy to provide any expertise that I have, you know, on my end um, to benefit you and your business. And I mean, you will be kind of blown away when you start actually confronting businesses and how excited they will be to have another partner under their belt that offers a different level of expertise or a different area. So put yourself out there, communicate, you know, with other businesses, you know, reach out to them, even on LinkedIn, or, you know, if they recently had a partnership with another company that was similar to yours, and you can bring that up and say, Hey, like, I just saw that you partnered with X company and X company is really similar to what I do, but we do this instead. Um, you know, I really want to learn more about your partnership with them and see if maybe I can fit the molds, you know, with you as well, or however it may be, but reaching out to them individually. And then not only that, but publicizing everything. So when you see, you know, uh, PR companies here and there, that'll help you kind of, you know, push messaging out there and you don't need to necessarily hire a PR firm when you have a new partner, what you can do together is build out even just a little description about your partnership and what it means to you, you know, put together a little quote, you know, bring, bring your companies together and just say how excited you are. And I kid you not, you will get the best out of that, you know, from your network. And then not only that people see that and they have that FOMO feel, right. A fear of missing out. And they see that and they're like, Oh, this partner partnered with this company. Oh, well maybe I need to reach out to them and partner with them too. So it does really well overall for both sides of the business. If you're just, you know, pushing it out there to your network, letting people know about your awesome partnership. And even if you don't have something that's in place, like a integration or something that's really tactical, 
you just let people know that there's amazing things to come with this partnership. And then you'll work together with that company to make that happen. Yeah. And it, you know, exposing that partnership or the new advisor that you've brought on, it also is going to build up your credibility as a business. Um, because if that individual or that company believes in you and what you're doing and, um, you know, your products and services, then that means something to a lot of people. So um, it's really, it's, it, it really matters. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I wanted to kind of take a little shift here. You know, we, we've been talking about how amazing partnerships are and they, I mean, that's what I do for a living. So I truly believe that. Um, but it's also important to see the other side of things um, when partnerships don't go right or they're just, you know, they fizzle out um, and that's okay. And just being able to let go of that partnership and knowing when it's time, that's something I've been challenged with over you know the last year um because i'm a people person i love people to like me that is my like i am a people pleaser i want everyone to be happy with me all the time that's me in a nutshell and if a partnership goes wrong or it's not being supported immediately i'm thinking it's because of something i'm doing and i've had to grow my own self and learn it's not just me. This is a two-way street. If if it's not going right, there's a reason for it. And I might not be the reason and that's okay. Um, and, you know, we just evaluate it and realize, okay, maybe it's time to let this go. No, uh, you know, bad feelings about it. Um, we'll continue to support each other in the industry. And that's always really important to always mention, you know, we're still believers in what you guys do and vice versa, hopefully. And so, you know, as we talk to people and we have clients that maybe need your services, we will still bring you up. Um, it's not like, you know, you've gone away from our minds and we're never going to think of you again. Um, we clearly thought there was a reason to be a partner initially. And so to promote you, we'll never stop. Um, so that's always really important as well. Yeah. And I think also, you know, it could also mean too that, you need a better system in place, right? Um, so some of the times you'll realize that it may not be you that's messing it up or the partner, it could just be the system. And so putting together a really solid organization, you know, a, a build that, that foundation of like, okay, this is how I communicate with my partners. This is what works for us. This is what doesn't work for us. And be really open and transparent about that with the partner before you even sign any agreements or you make any you know, public announcements, because at that time, it's it's your chance to really tell them how the process has worked for you, you know, and learn from them too, because you never know what that company has gone through already with other partners, and they can tell you, you know, maybe this is the best route, or, you know, we put together a press release, and we let people know this way, or maybe an integration will work for this company, you know, so really learning from them also throughout the process and being open to people having other suggestions too, I think is really important. Um, but yeah, it all comes down to organization. You guys have to keep up with each other. Like having someone on your team, like Taylor is, is ideal if you want to build out a partner program, because you need someone that's going to be at the forefront and make communication happen between two companies, because like on our previous episodes, you know, when two departments don't connect with one another, it's the same that goes with two companies. If they're not connecting with one another, then there's obvious chances of that, that not being successful. So, you know, having somebody that's at the forefront of the conversation is really important too. 
And also, you know, lean on your advisors and others that are a little more experienced in the industry um, that you're in to help you with this program. One of the things that I came across a lot is as you build partnerships, um, partners want to be exclusive with you. That's not uncommon. Um, and it makes sense, you know, from a business perspective, they want exclusivity and that's great if it works, if, but most times it's not a great decision. <laughs> I mean, it, it just depends. It really depends on the partner, the situation, everything like that. But um, you want to just be very careful with the language in the contract that you're putting together and understand what that exclusivity truly means and evaluate it and work out the pros and cons. And then don't be afraid to say no. I mean, you'll, you would be surprised. Partners will come back and say, okay, let's scratch that from the contract. Let's, you know, take that out completely. Um, and, and they still want to work with you. So it's not like it just completely ends the deal right there and then. Um, and if it does, then it wasn't meant to be the partnership you were looking for. So it's very telling as well. So um, that's just another little tidbit I came across as I was, you know, learning how to build this program. But another important thing to, you know, always keep in mind is how to make sure your partners and advisors um, stay engaged and informed. I know Tamara has kind of touched on this already, but just to tell you just a, a little bit of, you know, some of the things that we do is we produce a monthly newsletter goes out to our partners so that they're informed of anything that we're changing within our company and our platform. Um, because, you know, maybe it's a feature or a functionality that they were looking for and now it's available and they can go spread the word. Um, so that's always really important. Um, having a partner portal. Um, so something that they can access and it doesn't have to necessarily be as elaborate as a partner portal, um, but just somewhere that they can go to be able to access collateral that's either shared or even just your logo, things like that, or information that they can use when providing to um, their clients or contacts is really helpful. Um, I personally like to have weekly and monthly check-ins with my partners. Uh, it just depends on this on the partner. Some of them are like check in with me every quarter. Some of them are like check in with me every week. <laughs> so um, it's a preference, really. <clears throat> it's whatever works for them and you. Um, and you know, sometimes I change that too. Sometimes I'm like, I can't meet for a month, but I know what's going on. So I'm here if you need to call me or text me. But let's just cancel this meeting. So just being flexible as well. Um, and then a fun thing that we 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 like to do sometimes it kind of depends but um, we sometimes push out challenges so um, we'll say like you know this month you know we'd really love to see this happen and you know if this can happen we're willing to provide this incentive um, that doesn't work for every partnership you have to be very careful about how you approach that. Um, but it is a fun way to keep partners engaged, especially when they're, um, they're partners that are individuals and, that, and they're not like coming from a huge company um, when, you know, this is what they do for a living is promote resources and tools that they truly believe in. Um, and, that, and that's important, too, is, is making sure you're finding people that are not out there to just sell whatever they can to make a buck, but they're selling what's right and what's a true resource for people. So 
Um, that's another thing. And then, uh, of course, conferences. So we've also noticed, you know, a lot of our partners are at the same conferences as us. Why not um, put some strategy around that? So make some marketing collateral together beforehand, promote it to our contacts that we're going to be there together. Um, you know, there's a lot of ways to be creative with that. Um, another thing that we like to do is uh, a lot of our partners are speakers. Um, and so they do a lot of events where they're talking about, you know, for instance, uh, compliance, OSHA, HIPAA, whatever it is. Um, and we like to support them. You know, they have their own sponsorships. And so that helps relate back to your, your product or platform. Um, and then just a few other things, which Tamara, I know has already touched on, but they're, they're great to remember is, you know, you can have your partners co-author a blog or, or even come on a podcast, you know, <laughs> I mean, there's so many different things like be creative, you know, look also into the company and kind of see what their strengths and weaknesses are. So like if you you're looking at partnering with a company that has a great blog page, well, boom, go in at like, let's co-author. Like, I'd love to have a piece on your blog page. Or if you're seeing something like, you know, us where we're doing podcasts and we really love speaking engagements, then you try to work out a speaking engagement, you know, really do your research, learn about the other company and what they're doing in the market. Because if they're already pushing out material there, it's so much easier to, to say, uh, you know, that I'm interested or suggest that you're going to work with them if they're already doing something similar, because like us, you know, that's one thing that is, is super easy is like, okay, well, we're doing blogs or we would love to co-author something. Well, great. Cause we've, we have pieces coming out every week almost. So, you know, hop on in, um, and start writing something with us. So really just, you know, learning about the company, what they're currently doing, because then it's not so much of a burden, right? Um, that's one thing too, is kind of like mend your processes together so that it's an easy way in. Otherwise you're going to spend weeks trying to coordinate something, you know, that is not necessarily something that they're really, you know, normally doing. So um, yeah, just look into the company and, and really find out what they're doing now and see how you can kind of fit in. Well, I mean, we could talk about this, I think for a solid hour, but you know, oh, yeah. there's just so much to learn. <laughs> from your partners and advisors and, you know, think of these people, these experts, um, as your, your colleagues, you know, um, to me, they're extensions of our company and, and we really love the partnerships and relationships we've built. Um, and so, you know, if anyone has any questions about how to grow their partnership or how to find the right advisors, you know, we're always open to answer any questions. Um, but I really appreciate, you know, everyone listening. Um, we, we love talking about topics that are, we're passionate about and we live day to day. So we're going to continue to do that. So um, if you'd like to learn more, you can reach out to either of us on LinkedIn. Um, and please don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us. Thank you. Thanks. 